You're listening to The Marn Report. Well, hey, hey, Fort Stewart, Hunter Army Airfield, Molly here with your latest edition of the Marn Report podcast. And today I am here with my friend, Mr. John Hornick. He is the Senior Safety Director for Fort Stewart. John, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Greetings, Molly. I'd like to thank you for having us. This is our first time uh, on a podcast with you all. I know. I'm so excited to finally have you here. So, John, before we get in to just chatting about life and everything in between, can you tell me just a little bit about yourself and what your safety office does here on the installation? Well, I'll just take a short uh, opportunity to introduce myself and then spend a little more time on the safety office. Sure. I've had a unique career uh, to this point. I've had a dual career in the military and in private uh, industry. I joined the Army in 1976 as a 17-year-old, fresh out of high school, and uh, worked all the way through in various forms till 2010. And then I joined civil service as a Department of the Army civilian in the safety area. At the same time, I had a dual career in private industry. So I served as active duty, regular Army officer, uh, West Point, National Guard, Reserve, Individual Mobilization Augmentee. So any way you can serve in the Army, uh, I've done that, and I've continued my service for about 47 years now. That is amazing. You've probably seen so much and been to so many cool places, huh? It's it's been like that. It's been interesting, and what's what's even more interesting is being able to continue that service as uh, in the area of safety and occupational health. Which you did ask, you know, what is it we do? Well, yeah. think about workplace safety and workforce safety. Those are the issues that we deal with all the time. The OSHA Act of 1970 says that all employers need to provide a workplace that is free of known or recognized hazards. If those hazards exist, then the, then the employers need to eliminate those hazards or protect their employees and provide them with the information as to the hazards so the employees can protect themselves. Well, our employees are known as soldiers, and in an awful lot of cases, OSHA applies equally to the soldier as it would to an employee. So, you know, we are employers, and sometimes uh, our soldiers not sometimes, our soldiers aren't protected by the OSHA Act. Sure. Tell me about, I mean, obviously, our soldiers are training all the time. Tell me a little bit more about how you work with those soldiers every single day. Sure, Molly. Our reporting is part of the job that we do so that we can identify trends and keep the accident from happening again. That's one of our cardinal rules. We want to prevent the next similar accident. That's why we investigate and do reporting. Mm -hmm. However, uh, we do a significant amount of training and education because those are leading indicators. Training always helps prevent the next accident. So we are always training folks on the right techniques to use in their workplace, how to protect themselves personally. And the Army embeds everything that it can, safety-wise, into its FMs, TMs, technical orders, lubrication orders, uh, everything that it has written, it tries to extract uh, all of the safety warnings and cautions into those documents so that folks don't have to go digging in other books for them. We teach an additional duty safety officer, a unit safety officer course, 
and we'll go down to any workplace and give any other kind of inspection assessment or education uh, opportunity to our soldiers. Well, that's really great. You know, I think that a lot of people probably don't think about the fact that there is an office just like yours on an installation that is really that very important added layer to help keep our soldiers safe while, you know, they're training um, just really in their their day-to-day lives. And I know that that also trickles down to the DOD civilians and to the family members on the installation as well, because I, I know there's a, a garrison safety office as well that you guys work hand-in-hand with. Um, so I think just making sure that all of us have that safety mindset all the time and we're educated on how to do things correctly is so very important. So I thank you guys so much for what you do because I think it's, it's very cool. You're, you're keeping us safe every single day. So thank you. One question that I did have, though, speaking of kind of moving away from the soldiers is their family members. So what type of safety tips do you have for just everybody, soldiers, families, DOD civilians, on how to stay safe this holiday season now that people are starting to take that time off to enjoy themselves? Well, it's really important to recognize with the holiday season is that there are several major risks that folks take uh, during this time of the year. One of them is travel. All right, So a lot of folks are going to go to back home. Uh, sunny Fort Stewart, Georgia mm-hmm. does not have any worries about ice or snow 365 days out of the year. Mm-hmm. However... If I'm a soldier from New York or Massachusetts or Montana and I'm going back for the holidays, then I'm going to encounter snow and ice. Sure. If you're going to drive, you have that long drive ahead. So a lot of folks put themselves at risk or the risk is involved uh, when you have to travel that 6 to 10 to 14 hours to get back home. So that's that's something we want to always plan for. Make sure your car's in good repair. Don't drive fatigued. Have a co-driver if you can. Uh, And be mindful of snow and ice uh, once you start to encounter them geographically. Again, I love Fort Stewart. No snow, no ice, and that's why I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no kidding. What about folks that are staying here? You know, I mean, lots of cooking is going to be happening. Lots of parties. Molly, you're absolutely right. You know, most folks are going to be doing a lot of cooking, maybe more than they've done in a while. They'll be preparing different dishes that have different ingredients. They might be using some hot oils. They may be doing all kinds of of preparation that they haven't done in a while. We have an interesting incidence of kitchen fires where folks have left pots containing oil on burners and they mm-hmm. catch fire. And we have a we have a localized fire in kitchens. It's always a concern when we have a, a very intensive cooking season like we do with the holidays. Mm-hmm. Can we talk a little bit about firework safety? You know, at New Year's, it's coming up as well, which means people are going to be out, you know, maybe shooting off some fireworks with sparklers with their kids. Um, can you give me some good firework safety tips? Sure, Molly. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'll expand that a little bit and include firearms and fireworks when we look very, at things with, yeah, very good point. with uh, you know, gunpowder percussions or things that go boom. Our biggest worrier. We observe. I mean, this is this is actual statistics, actual events and incidents. During the holidays, we see a, a rise in incidents with firearms and fireworks, where folks are 
severely injured. Mm -hmm. And one of the most common elements with that is the use of alcohol. So we have folks who who are drinking, and, and there's nothing nothing wrong with, with uh, alcohol. However, it does impair your judgment, and if you take it to excess, it will degrade your inhibitions, and you'll do things you ordinarily would judge uh, not appropriate. So we don't mix alcohol and firearms. Some folks may get a firearm for, for Christmas, and they mm-hmm. want to show their friends, hey, look what I just got what, at a party you know, mm. where there's beer and alcohol being served. And it's just not uh, it's just not appropriate. It's not the time or place for that. So leave your your weapons uh, stored and locked up when there's alcohol present. Same thing with New Year's. You know, everybody wants to bring in the New Year's with a bang, <laughs> but we certainly don't want to have that that bang occur in your hand and have you lose a finger or sure. or have another problem. You know, we see issues with folks being injured by fireworks all the time. Uh, we've just had some folks recently burned with fireworks over the summertime, and the propellants burn hot. The materials in fireworks, uh, you know, can be in the thousands of degrees with the burning metal fireworks. And so you can get severely injured if you're not sure about what you're doing. And uh, I've seen uh, all kinds of reports, and I've read reports, and I've seen people actually do things with uh, with sparklers or do things with the uh, Roman candles mm-hmm. that just defy uh, defy logic. <laughs> you know? Roman candle wars, you know, it's oh just my gosh. Uh, yep, yeah. shooting them at each other. It, it's it's surprising, but not surprising when uh, the alcohol gets flowing and people start really trying to have a good time and go outside the bounds of safe behavior. Sure, sure. So what I am gathering from all of this is just please, if, if you're going to drink, drink responsibly. Please do not handle fireworks or firearms if you have overindulged. Uh, just, just you know, use your common sense, practice using precaution, and I think we should be okay with that, right? Same, Hey, same goes in the kitchen. <laughs> well, John, these have been some awesome tips. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Sure. Uh, what's interesting about, you know, our our office and our work is we deal with folks uh, on duty and we try to help them off duty. On duty, we have a lot of supervision. We have a lot of leadership present. Uh, the challenge for everyone is to continue to be safe off duty. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to off duty safety, you have to get in the head of the soldier off duty. They have to understand it's their risk decisions. They have to think and protect themselves. And because there's no NCOs there or officers there to do it, you have to protect yourself and make good risk decisions. Sure. Yeah. One of my most favorite sayings is, you know, don't let something temporary become something that's permanent. So maybe when you're excited and you're in that moment and you're like, yeah, this is a really good idea. But in the back of your mind, you're like, this is the dumbest thing that I've ever done in my whole life. Just listen to that little voice in the back of your heads because, like you said, John, earlier, nobody wants to lose a hand because they were improperly handling their, you know, fireworks or whatever. So, John, thank you so much for being on the show with me today, first off. And second off, you know, this has just been some great information. I encourage all of you to just take it to heart. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. But, you know, just be responsible about it. Hey, everybody. Uh it's great to have you out there and, and uh, listening to this podcast. Understand and know that uh, there are safety professionals out there at, at, at uh, all 
the uh, uh, brigade levels and all the major commands. If you have any issues or you have to want any uh, questions answered, please call the Garrison Safety Office or Mission Safety Office and other uh, you know command uh, 06 command level safety offices. We have safety division safety. VA civilian safety officers working in all those locations, and they can certainly help you out with your safety concerns or needs. Great addition there, John. Well, everybody, that would be it for this week's edition of the Marn Report podcast. Uh, we wish you a very happy and safe holiday season, and we will talk at you again next time. This is Molly signing off. Are you a civilian, spouse, or family member who is interested in working for the Army? Check out the Army Fellows Program. This two-year program allows you to experience the work environment of the Department of Defense while blending work assignments and developmental opportunities that will help you grow into an Army civilian professional with eligibility for permanent placement across the Army. For more information, visit portal.chra.army.mil.